0: Welcome to A Wild New Work Ecological Guidance for Your Career. This podcast is about how to take wise, soul centered action in your career, and it's all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm your host, Megan Leatherman. Welcome, friends. Um, I'm recording this in almost early February. um, And this episode, I'm going to focus on what's happening in nature around us, as I often do. And I'll talk more in depth about where we are in nature's cycle at this time but here in the northern hemisphere we are in the first very early stirrings of spring um, this is a time of um, not obvious growth but there's a lot happening under the surface and there's this first like whiff of newness and whiff of possibility and it's A really exciting time especially when we've done the work of winter and we've rested and given our bodies a break and um kind of crossed that threshold into the new year and here we are like fully in it in 2019 and we now have a a really beautiful shot of um setting intentions for what's ahead. So I'm excited to be with you today. I have one quick announcement before I dive in. Um, On the same day that enrollment for my coaching program opens, which is February 13th, I'm going to be hosting a live virtual workshop called Springtime Stirrings, Planting New Seeds in Your Career. So um, it's going to be about 45 minutes long. Like I said, it will be available live. It will also be sent via recording afterward if you can't make it at, um, gosh, I think we're starting at 9.30 Pacific time. So if you can't make it that morning, it will still be sent via recording afterward. But it's going to be a time of um, really focused on how to set meaningful intentions in your career this year so that what you are intending really has a shot of manifesting this year. Um, we're going to talk about plant wisdom, what the plants are doing at this time, do some body work. We'll do guided visualizations. You will identify which intentions are most meaningful and most aligned for you this year. Um, again, all for the sake of, um, supporting your real meaningful growth in the spring and summer months ahead. So I'd love to have you there. It's just five bucks to register. Um, you can learn more and sign up on the link in the show notes or on my website, which is just meganleatherman.com workshops. So I would love to see you there before we dive into the content. Uh, let's start with our opening invocation as we always do. So I invite you wherever you are to take a deep breath with me. See if you can sink into your chair or into your body a little more, be a little heavier. Just notice how the earth is supporting you right now. Notice how it's never not supporting you. So may this episode and each of us that are listening to it be blessed and emboldened to do the work we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures that we share this earth with. I want to express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible, and I'm grateful to the Chinook people who are the original stewards of the land that I am on. You can take another deep breath with me and close. So, I want to start by talking about where we are in nature's cycle at this time. So, I'm recording this in the northern hemisphere, in the Pacific Northwest, and here we are seeing the very first stirrings of spring. Um, The other day I was on a walk and I saw some crocus shoots coming up out of the ground, and so that was the first time I noticed like that there's new growth actually happening already Um, and we've had a warm winter so that could be part of it but this is a natural time where um, bulbous plants like the crocus and tulip and daffodil are beginning their growing periods which is what I'm going to talk about for most of this episode. We are halfway between the winter solstice and the spring equinox which is in late March and we are beginning to prepare for the planting season so, in my heritage, this was known and marked by a holiday called Imulg, uh, which is a Celtic holiday and was a celebration of purity, fertility, and the promise of new life. The longer days, the sun coming back more. It wasn't a period of planting or, you know, even getting the fields ready for planting. It was just a time to mark that possibility, right? So, it was also. Um, it coincides with the time when ewes were having their lambs. So um, the these mama sheep are giving birth, and they're full of milk. They're ready to feed these new creatures. It's a really rich, beautiful time, and many, many cultures marked this time in early February or, or very early spring as an important one ahead of planting season. Um, so if you're not of Celtic or Northern European heritage, I am sure that wherever your ancestors are from, there was some day or holiday that marked this period, um, in all agrarian societies. Um, and you know, wherever you, wherever your ancestry is from, you are, of course, always from a people that was more connected to the land than we are now. So this is a process of simply remembering what is already in your bones and in your body. So it doesn't have to be known by a certain name or known by a certain holiday for you to remember in your body that this is an important and meaningful time, that you are in sync with nature, whether you're aware of it or not, and whether um, your body feels it or, the, or whether your mind knows it consciously, your body feels it. So um, I encourage you to just kind of sink in and notice what this time feels like to you. And if it feels differently than what I've described, that's perfectly okay too. For all of us, the sun has also moved from the zodiac sign of Capricorn and into the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius is the archetype that teaches us about reinvention, change, revolution, um, not only for our good, but for the collective good. So there's a lot of um, opening and energy and charge around really shifting things for the better for the year ahead. Um, So You know, This, like I said before, this is a time of preparing the soil, collecting the seeds that we want to invest in this year, not necessarily planting them, but becoming aware of how we can create more space for what we want to bloom in our lives. And many plants are doing the same exact thing right now. They are cultivating energy below the ground. They're releasing anything that doesn't serve them. They're efficiently converting starch into sugar in order to grow. And soon they're going to be pushing their way up through the soil and into the sun so that their leaves can absorb sunlight and um, support themselves in growing even further and blooming. So spring isn't fully upon us yet, but we can clear the way for it and clear the way for new growth in our lives, in our earth, in our careers. Um, And so I'm going to be talking about the tulip today as a metaphor of what this process Can look like. Um, Bulbs like the crocus, daffodil, and tulip are almost always the first signifiers of spring. Um, Tulips are actually native to Turkey and uh, the tulip prefers to bloom in cooler temperatures in the wet climate of spring here. So I want to talk about this incredible plant and the process that it goes through to teach us about reinvention and growth and how we can do work that's in alignment with our bodies, with the nature around us, um, and with our spirits. So I'll start by just telling you about the life cycle of a tulip. Um, and this is assuming that you have a bulb that's been out of the ground and you are planting it into the ground. If a tulip is uh, you know, native to somewhere or is already planted in the ground, it's a tiny bit different, but it's essentially the same process. So in September or October is planting time. So um, the tulips are placed into the ground. They have no roots at this stage. Um, they're just placed where, wherever they land. In November, they begin to make roots, so the roots start to grow out of the bulb, they get established in the dirt that they're in, they notice what is available to them, what's not available, they take the nourishment that they can out of the dirt, and what are called the mother bulbs, the ones that are originally planted, they get ready for winter, they store nutrients and get ready for winter. In December and January is the cooling period, which is just a time where they're resting. It's the coldest, it's a time when the soil is the coldest. Um, There's not much for them to do. They simply rest, which, you know, is a form of doing and rejuvenating. And it's critical in order for the next stage, which is where we are. Um, So in February and March, the tulips begin the growing period. So the bulbs begin to shift and change, they begin to look different. Um, They're using the carbohydrates or starch that they've stored in the previous periods and turning them into sugar. And as they do that, there's more um, energy available to the plant to create, to form leaves and a stalk and to begin pushing upwards out of the bulb into the soil. In April and May is blooming time. So the tulips are up out of the soil and opening up into the sunlight. Um, They're still only receiving their nourishment from the roots at this stage. Um, All of the energy in that bulb has gone to get it to bloom. They're not cultivating energy from their leaves quite yet, um, but they are in full bloom available to pollinators and um, at the height of their lives. In May and June, they you know, cease to bloom. The blooms are cut. Uh, if it's a you know, person-helped plant, <laughs> naturally the blooms may just fall off or sink to the ground. Um, they still have their leaves, of course, and the leaves absorb sunlight in order to support new what are called daughter bulbs beneath the soil. So the mother bulb actually creates um, bulbs off of her using the sunlight that's absorbed through the leaves. Um, in July and September throughout the summer these plants are multiplying under the earth um, growing out of the mother bulb and if they are not taken out of the ground they will form their roots really slowly at this time and just begin to prepare for um, the next cycle of growth so it's a really incredible process and it's one that's easy I think to take it to take for granted right when we we just, you know may enjoy the way that daffodils or tulips look when we see them but we don't always appreciate the magic that happens in order for these plants to grow no matter where they're placed and to just use the resources that are available to them to produce these beautiful flowers that we get to look at and that nourish pollinators like bees and support the you know continuation of life on this planet so Um, I think there's a lot of really rich metaphor for us in this. And I want to talk through this process and pull out some themes for how we can work with that same kind of cycle. Um, But I should share a big caveat before I dive into what this cycle could look like for us in our careers, which is that we are all on our own timelines. So nothing that I'm about to share is meant to make you feel bad about where you are in your process, right? So I use the metaphor of seasons and plant cycles and all of that to, I think, help us remember what is happening naturally in our bodies, but it doesn't always line up. Like you may not feel at all ready for new growth in your career. Maybe you just landed in a new place and you're going through a period of Um, tremendous learning and trying to figure out where you are. And there may not be blooming for a long time, or maybe you just left a place and it feels like you need to go through winter again and really rest and rejuvenate and get clear about what's next. So we are all on our own paths. We are all doing this at our own time. What I want to share is what the energies that I think are available to us and you take whatever resonates with you and just dump the rest okay so there's no rushing rushing through this isn't going to be helpful so uh, we have to be aware of where we are and just honor our bodies and honor our instincts at this time which is what the plants do right plants just follow the cues from their environments they notice what's happening in the soil what's the temperature in the soil Um, plants above the ground are monitoring the amount of daylight during the day. Um, They take cues from around them and they just trust their instincts. They get what they need and just trust that they're going to know what to do next. And that's all that's involved. It really is that simple, I think. So using the timeline of the tulip is intended to bring you greater harmony with your own instincts about this time, but it doesn't mean that you should be doing any certain thing or that you should be further along than you are. Um, Yeah, I just want to make that really clear and just offer this from a place of total um, humility and trusting that you know what is best for you in your career right now and always, of course. So with that said, let's start with the first process in the life cycle of this planted tulip. So, um, this tulip bulb gets planted into the earth, or if it's a new daughter bulb, she finds herself, you know, in late summer, early fall planted somewhere. Here she is. Um, those of us who have, um, a lot of, you know, privilege or mobility, we may have a lot of say over where we're planted, right? In our lives, uh, we certainly don't have a say about where we're planted uh, as new babies, right? We, um, well, that's debatable, I guess, whether or not you believe in reincarnation and (laughs) whether or not you believe that you as a soul chose the family that you were born into. But regardless, we only have control over so much, right? So here we are, we're planted in a place, sometimes by choice, sometimes out of necessity, sometimes by no choice of our own. And we have to assess the resources around us and do the best with what we have. Um, So again, some of us were planted with a lot of privilege and access to lots of rich soil and nutrients. Some of us were planted in a toxic environment or in an ecosystem that is not suited to our growth. And we have to acknowledge that, that we were planted in different places. Um, And for those of us planted in more resource-rich soil, our work is to ensure that all of our all of the members of our human and non-human community have access to the resources and environments and the ecosystems that they need to be in. So here we are, we're planted in whatever ecosystem we're currently in. That could be the organization you're in, the career path you're in, the academic program you're in, relationships, cities, homes, families, here you are, right? And nothing is permanent, but we have to first start by taking an honest assessment of where we are and kind of objectively take stock of what's working and not working. Um, One of the toughest parts of change in our career, I think, is learning to take some of the emotional charge out of the stories we tell about where we are, where we're planted. Um, And there's this texture of Aquarius, if you work with astrology at all. There's this texture of like detachment um, and not getting so caught up in the emotion or the stories or the drama of where we are in our lives. So, you know, if you are in a situation that doesn't feel like it's working, notice whether or not you're telling yourself really complex stories about how Uh, You might deserve where you are or you'll never get out or it's impossible to get out or um, anything that feels super like limiting or heavy. Um, And see if you can pull out from that a little bit and look at it more objectively, right? Maybe you are someone who isn't paid to do what you do. Maybe you're kind of hustling to get some income from other sources, but what you really love isn't paid work at this time. So that could be a source of all sorts of stories about where you are, um, your worth, what's possible ahead of you. Or if we zoom out and just look at it very objectively, you could say this person is doing what they really love and they're supporting themselves in other ways, in creative ways, right? That's a much more empowering story and a, a better place to start than... Uh, you know, I can't make a living at what I really love to do. And I'm just going to be broke and exhausted the rest of my life. Right? So either story could be true. You just get to decide which one works for you. So if you are in, um, in, I'll give one more example. If you're in full-time employment and uh, you thought this was the career path for you, but it turns out this is not really working, you feel yucky all day, every day, and you don't know how to get out, but you've made this big investment. Um, the story you could tell was could be about regret, um, missed opportunities, wrong choices, um, the fact that you, know, you feel like you'll never be able to retire, or you'll always be working for your next paycheck or next promotion. Or it could be that uh, this person chose this career path and thought it was the right fit, and it's not anymore. Period. Like, there doesn't have to be a whole big story or cloud of ideas or beliefs around it. It can be that simple. So, in this process, prior to the growing period of this tulip or of your career, I encourage you to really get your story straight about what is and isn't working for you, about where you've been planted, whether it's by choice or not by choice. Just get clear, like, what is the most objective simplest story i can tell about myself so after the planting season the bulb begins to make roots so in november the tulip bulb bulb if it's new to where it is it begins to establish roots it starts drawing up the nourishment that it needs from the soil and this is a theme that we've talked about a lot on this podcast the past few months so we've talked about how to get what you need how to slow down how to really refill your energetic coffers. Um, And I hope with all my heart that you have been able to do that this season, this winter, that you've given yourself the space and time that you need to attend to your body to create the structures by which you can take care of yourself. Okay, so roots can look different for all of us. They could be things like Close relationships, um, a living arrangement that works for you, a plan for how you're going to get your groceries each week or each month, your spiritual or meditation practice, however you draw nourishment into yourself, because in order to cultivate the strength and the wisdom to bloom the way that you want to this year, you're going to need those strong roots. It's imperative. It's non-negotiable. So because the tulip draws all of its nutrients up from the roots until the summer. It doesn't use its leaves for energy until much later after it's bloomed. So the only way it can bloom is by establishing healthy roots and drawing up as much nourishment as it needs through the soil. So if you don't feel like you can get what you need right now, or if the idea of stepping into something new feels completely untenable to you right now, I encourage you to look at your roots and determine whether you need to put some new shoots into the ground or cut off other roots that no longer work for you. Um, Or if you know that you really get a lot of nourishment from certain roots, like a conversation with a close friend or a workout, like recommit to those and just focus on the ones that like really feel deeply nourishing to you. Um, That's critical at this stage. The next stage for the tulip bulb is the cooling period when it rests and um, takes joy in all of the nourishment that it's received from its roots. It's a time of slowing down, which I hope that you got to experience, you know, over the holidays and since the new year. If you haven't, Uh, start now (laughs) there's still time to rest there's always time to rest of course Uh, but we're still in a dark time of the year so the days are still relatively short Um, and I encourage you to just sleep and rest as much as you can at this time and it's probably going to be more than you think you need and if you want more information about that you can check out the podcast episode titled um Why slowing down is the best thing for your career right now. And that one will give you some more tips about how to work with rest and winter and really support yourself in that way, Um, because you're going to need it for what comes next. The next step in the tulips process is the growing period. So this is when our tulips are about to begin to grow out of the ground. They are hard at work. We can't see it, but they're converting carbohydrates into sugar, and this is going to propel their shoots up out of the ground and into the sunlight to bloom. So this may not be true for all of us, and I certainly don't feel it all day every day, but I have been feeling this new energy, this new like desire to grow. I don't usually feel it right after the new year. Um, January has always been a time where I just feel... Like I really want to rest and recuperate, um, and I felt that this year, but as we crossed that threshold into Aquarius, um, I did start to feel like, oh, I have all these ideas. There's so much I want to do in my career this year, and what I love about the tulip as a metaphor is that as far as we know, the tulip doesn't know what it's going to bloom into I don't know if this is true, but my guess is that a tulip doesn't know if it's going to be pink or red or yellow or multicolored. Um, what, and that's true for us too. We can't know what lies ahead of us in our careers or how we're going to bloom or blossom this year. All we can do, all the tulip can do, is to trust its instincts and to keep going. So if we do our work with what we have, something will bloom It may not be what we thought it would be. It may take another growing cycle, but we can express ourselves even more fully in our work lives this year, no matter what. That is always available to us. Um, When I think about the tulip bulb underground doing this process of converting energy and beginning to grow, I sort of imagine it as like a cauldron or a crucible. So the plant somehow in its wisdom knows to convert stored energy into new energy, which is sugar, so that it can grow. There is an alchemical process happening for this tulip and we can embody that as well. Because right now in the earth's cycles with the energies that are around us and with what nature is doing and with what I believe our bodies want to do, there is an invitation to Think more creatively about ourselves and our situations, to think creatively about our individual situations and our collective situations. Um, and I want to share some questions with you, and I encourage you to just notice what happens in your body as you hear them. Notice what happens Im- immediately upon hearing them, not after your mind tries to answer the question. Like, what is the first bodily sensation or hit that you get? And just notice if you sense any like electricity or freedom as you hear these questions, just kind of let them live in you. Um, and I'm going to ask seven. So just let them kind of roll off you and notice what happens in your body. The first one is where is there stored or stagnant energy that wants to be converted into something new? What needs to be flipped upside down in your life? Where do you want to break free? What do you want to rebel against? What would you like to never do again? What's possible if you completely trusted yourself? What's the most ambitious vision you can come up with for your career this year? Giving ourselves permission to reinvent ourselves, re-script our stories, um, shift the energy of our lives. Doing that opens up incredible energy that we can use to grow. It's like unlocking all of that stored carbohydrate and converting it into sugar just giving ourselves the permission to think more broadly to think more creatively to do things in a new way is like unlocking all of those nutrients so that they can become something new and support our growth so even if you have been at the same job for many years or in the same routines same relationships etc the soil around you has changed you have changed you are not the same person that you were the last spring. Even if all of your external environment looks the same, it's not. You're not the same. Things can be different this year if you want them to be. And it doesn't have to mean a huge change. It can be small. Um, We're all at different levels of discomfort or growth or feeling like we need a huge reinvention. Some of us just need to um, make a little tweak and be on our way in a different way. Some of us need a full-on like retool of our lives and all of that is beautiful and perfect. You get to decide what reinvention looks like for you this season. Um, The tulip, like all plants, efficiently uses the resources available to it, right? There's no story about how it should have done better last year or it's all hopeless. It just, it soaks up what's available and it gets rid of anything that's not helpful. And then it just does what it's on this planet to do. There's no questioning. There's no hemming and hawing. It just does what it does. So what are you here to do this year? Um, where are you creating stories that don't help you, that are getting in your way of just doing what feels interesting to you, what feels meaningful, what feels like the right thing to you this year. And if you don't know where to start, some clues could be found in the things that you want to break free from, you know, what do you want to rebel against? And what is the opposite of that thing? Would you like to sink into that more deeply? um, You know, for our agrarian ancestors, now was not the time to plant seeds. Um, Now is a time for noticing what didn't work last year, not in a cycle of blame or shame, but just objectively noticing what wasn't helpful last year, and planning for the best crop we can this year, given the limitations around us. Okay, so we can stay realistic, but we want to be wary of all of the limitations that the mind puts up for us out of fear or comfort Um, because we have a chance right now to really think creatively about our lives and soon as the earth warms as we begin to enter into spring more fully we will set intentions and we will plant seeds and give them a shot at really growing and blooming this year so in this really precious in between period we can just trust the alchemy that wants to happen inside of us. We can shift our perspective. We can look at what's really happening objectively, and we can anchor into our roots, anchor into what's nourishing us. And then as information and new ideas or new opportunities come up, we can, you know, toss them into our cauldron or toss them into our bowl and just see where energy opens up and see what wants to be converted. Um, When I think about you know, what this conversion process could look like in real life. Like what would it look like for people to convert stored energy into sugar that they can use like the tulip does? I imagine like what first comes to mind is a group of like really disengaged employees who are just like totally at their job to collect a paycheck and nothing else. And I think about like if they were the source of stored energy or stored carbohydrates. And if they were given the opportunity to decide how they wanted to work or decide what the best way to get the work done was, and really empowered to make changes to their schedules, processes, outputs, all of that, I Imagine, like, how much energy would be unlocked there, right? That freedom, that empowerment would unlock so much energy that they get to become the authors of their own work lives. Um, This comes up all the time in my client work. I remember a client I had a couple of years ago who um, just had no energy around her job search and was feeling really discouraged and like nothing was working out. She felt exhausted and tired. And um, once We kind of, once she got to the point where she was comfortable giving herself permission to stop trying to find a job and either just take a break from it or take a different course completely, just that sense of permission and possibility completely revitalized her. She was not the same woman that came into my office the next time. So if you feel like you have no energy for anything new this year, if you feel disengaged and frustrated and worn out, you know, take a look at your roots, like I said before, but also try clearing out or giving yourself permission to not continue down a path that feels old or like it's not working or it's tired and worn out. Um, If you have been trying something for a long time, or if you have been living in a routine or on a career path for a long time that just doesn't feel like there's any energy left, give yourself permission to just get off of it. Um, and that doesn't mean that you will, um, it doesn't mean that you'll know what's next, but give yourself the freedom and the liberation of letting it go. Um, and if you don't know what this could mean concretely, you can start really small by just doing something new every day or stopping something you know, not doing an older routine that you do every day. You might take a new class. You might take a new route to work. You might um, clear stuff out of your house. You know, spring cleaning is an ancient, ancient tradition. um, And it's no accident that this whole tidying up with Marie Kondo thing is taking off right now. We have this natural desire at this time to clear out what no longer serves us and is just going to weigh us down into the year ahead. Um, it could be even smaller, like choosing to relate to someone in a new way or choosing to see someone in a new light or noticing something new about the person you've been living with for 10 years. Um, it could be about just stepping into, for some, it could mean stepping into a new job or a new role, but it doesn't have to mean that now is really about just making space for possibility and growth in your life. Um, which will take you and take us into the next stages of plant growth, which for the tulip are blooming, regeneration, and multiplying. So, you know, of course, in early spring, April, May, the tulips will bloom and they will become available to pollinators who will help them spread their seeds. Um, And then they will enter a period of regenerating and producing daughter bulbs, which will, you know, begin their own process of growth in the fall. So, those steps take a ton of energy. But if the tulip has established healthy roots, if it's stored its energy and rested, if it has begun to convert that energy into sugar and let the alchemic, alchemical process underway, um, it will be able to bloom beautifully and regenerate and continue into the future in a way that's sustainable, not in a way that's um, tired or desperate. So Treat yourself to freedom this month. You know, be open to new ideas, even if they seem really out there, or if you have no idea how it could come true for you this year, write them down, give them a chance to show you a new way forward. Um, be receptive to alchemy inside of you this year. Um, remember that this is a new season. You are not shackled by your stories. Your spring does not have to be like springs of the past. Um, evolution is just about working with what we have, trusting our instincts to grow, um, even if we feel tired or like nothing is possible. Um, I want to leave you with a quote by John Michael Greer, who wrote a book called Mystery Teachings of the Living Earth. And here's what he writes. He says, the point to recognize here is that evolution is not a ticket to some imaginary place beyond limits and laws. Rather, like every process of creation, it transcends some limits by accepting others, gains certain goals by giving up other possibilities, achieves beauty and power through a harmonious relationship with its external and internal limits, and responds to the conditions set by the whole system in, when it, in which it takes place. So possibility and new growth will happen within the container that you're in, no matter where you are planted. It's just about trusting your alchemical nature, your ability to convert energy that's been stored or locked inside of you for a long time and see what blooms in your life. So I hope this felt helpful and rejuvenating to you. Um, I'm excited to see what blooms in your life this year as the tulips come up and as we enter fully into spring. If this episode felt helpful to you and you want to work more with this kind of energy and focus on actually planting new seeds of intention in your career, um, I just want to invite you again to join me on that virtual workshop on February 13th. Again, it will be live and also sent out via a recording afterward. Um, I think it could be a really perfect tool for you at this time. If you feel like you're in sync with what's happening and you want to unlock some of that energy and really create meaningful change in your career this year. So again, you can learn more at the show notes or on my website, meganleatherman.com. Thank you again so much for being with me today and for crossing this threshold into early, early spring. Um, Be well and take good care. And I will speak with you soon.